on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, weekdays from 9 to 11, right here on WKOM 1017. You never know who's going to stop by. One of the leading voices, certainly in the Southeast, on college football, John Bryce with footballscoop.com. We have with us this morning Mike Keith, voice of the Titans, TWSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress, New York Times bestselling author, author of Three Ring Circus, which dropped yesterday, Mr. Jeff Perlman, the voice of the Blue. Raiders Chip Walters joining us. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome Teresa Walker. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all we do. Don't forget about Top 5 Tuesday and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. 1017 WKOM. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory-certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. Covering the teams you care about, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Now, we get the reaction of someone who knows a lot more about it than we do. Former Tennessee Vol sideline reporter and been covering college sports for more than a couple decades from footballscoop.com. John Bryce joins us now on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. John, welcome in. Always good to join you guys. Thanks for having me. John, we appreciate you taking some time. I know it's been a busy um, 24 hours or more for you, but, you know, as we, as the smoke begins to clear in Knoxville with the hiring of Josh Hupel. <laughs> Hupel. Hupel. We talked yesterday after the announcement and the question came up, what's the first thing on his agenda? And my thought was figuring out who his defensive coordinator is. Is that how high on his list of priorities do you feel like that is? Mo, I would say that that's number two, and here's why. I think number one has to be um, fostering relationships with his roster as quickly as possible. And it's a, it's a tough balance that he has to strike there because obviously he's got to get a full staff assembled as quickly as possible. But look, we, we saw it yesterday again as more Tennessee guys, not only that were in the portal, uh, stayed in the portal, but selected their next destination, such as Eric Gray headed to Oklahoma. And so I think that the single most important issue right now for Josh Heifel is getting some relationships cultivated with the current team and um, finding a way to resonate with those guys, getting a off-season conditioning program put into place as quickly as possible. Uh, Talked to people on campus who said that the previous couple of weeks there hadn't been any kind of plan laid out for the conditioning that is normally taking place by now. And then, Look, there's nothing normal about 
how things are going right now, even without a coaching search, because of the fact that school started a little later, there's not going to be a spring break, all the other elements that are directly related to the COVID-19 pandemic. But programs around the country are already in conditioning sessions. Coastal Carolina starts practice, I believe, today. Um, so Josh Heifel has to get relationships formed with his players and get a plan moving forward uh, and implement it as quickly as possible. That makes a lot of sense. And, John, as you mentioned, um, Eric Gray announcing yesterday that he will be transferring to Oklahoma University, the third former Vol to join that program following Keyshawn Lawrence from Ensworth and Wanye Morris. What is resonating with these former UT guys in Norman? Well, Mo, it's going to be uh, somebody you know, and, and it's going to be um, a failure of the last administration or the last coaching staff, and that is Woody Washington. From people I've talked to, Woody has been extremely instrumental in recruiting these guys, and there's, there's few things more powerful in this day and age than peer recruiting. And Woody was a standout player in the state of Tennessee, went to Oklahoma, has been a great contributor for the Sooners and is having um, success on the field, uh, both as an individual and as a team. And so the folks that I've talked to have indicated that that has been a key element uh, of those trio of balls heading out to Norman is Woody's impact on them. That's crazy. Former former Oakland defensive back Woody Washington, and um, he's one of at least two Middle Tennessee kids out there along with – Deuce Grimes, Reggie Grimes a second from Ravenwood. And, um, and you know, both Lawrence and Gray are Tennessee products. So, yeah, that I hadn't thought about that, but that suddenly makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, and so, uh, again, and, and Josh Heifel talked about it yesterday in his introductory press conference. Among the very first things he said was, uh, talking about being visible in the state of Tennessee and, and putting a fence around it or, or whatever his terminology was. And we have heard that a lot. Um, but I do know that uh, Josh Heifel is going to or intending to bring some quality recruiting staff people with him that understand the state of Tennessee and have recruited in the state of Tennessee before. Um, and if he wants to have a successful time on Rocky Top, yeah, there's not enough talent top to bottom in the state of Tennessee to fill a roster every single year, um, but it's so much better now than it was two decades ago on a consistent basis that you may not be able to fill out your roster with entirely Tennessee kids, but you can get yourself fired if you miss on a bunch of Tennessee kids. No doubt there. John Bryce on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with us here from footballscoop.com. John, I... A lot of folks in that transfer portal heading out of Tennessee. In this particular year, where kids are allowed the extra year of eligibility, and we have seen a ton of great prospects either reclassifying or ending up at smaller schools than they typically would have in another year, does that make a difference come signing day for Tennessee will they have some more spots that these other schools will not and they can pull from the transfer portal now that they have Josh Heupel? I definitely believe that Tennessee is – the urgency is not the same because of all the factors you just enumerated. And also, let's remember, 
the extra year of eligibility means that a lot of programs have extra spots. So there's not the hard 85 scholarship cap for the 2021 season because of the NBA's decision to give extra years of eligibility that didn't count against the clock for 2020. So I do think that um, particularly in Tennessee's case, that's an advantage because they've got a lot of spots open. Um, but I think you'll see a lot of schools continue to comb the NCAA transfer portal over the coming weeks and months in filling out their rosters. And that's why I think that it's more important to bond with the current players and get your staff than it is to necessarily just focus solely on the upcoming signing day. Repairing or establishing relationships with the members of the current roster aside, what is the situation with regards to the defensive coordinator position, John? Yeah, I think that Josh Heupel is really putting together and assembling his own staff in, in his own unique way. So I don't think Kevin Steele will be a part of that moving forward. I think that's more um, absolutely burned money by the University of Tennessee, which has done too much. It has paid far too many people not to work for it for the past two decades. And I think that that sort of fiscal irresponsibility is in direct correlation to the on-field utility that has been too prevalent. So uh, Josh Heupel is putting together his own staff. Yes, there will be some guys coming with him from Central Florida. They'll be here. Uh, they'll be in Knoxville no later than this weekend, several of those key members. So I would look first there. Um, but I think Josh Heupel is going to conduct full interviews looking for a new defensive coordinator and largely an entirely new defensive staff. Is one of those Jeff Lebby? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Is is one of those folks from Orlando coming Jeff Lebby? Uh, No, I don't think so at all. Well, then what Um, are we doing here? (laughs) (laughs) He's been been in Oxford for the past year uh, as Lane Kiffin's offensive coordinator. He's done incredibly well. Ole Miss just rewarded him with a contract extension in very short order, locking down um, both Lane Kiffin and Jeff Levy with contract extensions and raises. Levy obviously can leave for a head coaching job, and I think right now that would be about the only move that would make sense for Jeff Levy. I don't see him leaving Ole Miss as offensive coordinator to be offensive coordinator at Tennessee again, even if he is good friends with Josh Heifel, and I also think that Jeff Levy will have an outstanding shot of being the new head coach at Central Florida. I'm by no means saying he's definitely going to get it, but he will 100% uh, be in the mix of top candidates and finalists to be the replacement for Josh Heifel at Central Florida's head coach. We are on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with John Bryce. That's at John D. Bryce 1 on Twitter, and if you're not following him, and you're a college football fan, what are you doing with your life? Anyway, John, you talked about, you know, locking down Tennessee from a recruiting standpoint. We saw that Jay Graham apparently has joined the coaching staff at Alabama, and it sounds as if T. Martin will be following him out the door. Is that is that what you're hearing as well? Is that a done deal? What, a, what do you know as far as T. goes? Yeah, um, we had written on, on, I think, Sunday or Monday about Jay Graham 
uh, having the option to go to Alabama as special teams coordinator, a position he had held previously um, at both maybe Florida State and Texas A&M with Jimbo Fisher. But uh, Jay Graham is, frankly, one of the classiest and best coaches uh, in all of college football. And he's a guy who should also get more consideration for a head coaching job sooner rather than later. So um, Graham's got a great situation at Bama. I wrote earlier this week when I talked about um, his opportunity to to join that staff and the story on Football Scoop that somehow Nick Saban might be putting together his best staff ever. He's, uh, ever. Now going – ever. I really think so. He's got Bill O'Brien and Doug Marone as – two key pieces of his offensive assistant coaching staff to replace Steve Sarkeesian and some of those folks who left. Both those guys aren't just former NFL head coaches. They're both also former college Power 5 head coaches. So I think that's significant. Now you've had Robert Gillespie to coach running back from North Carolina and Jay Graham, who's a great running back coach, and he's going to run up your special team. I really think Nick Saban has put together arguably – his best staff. And then as for T. Martin, his contract with Tennessee expires on the 31st, and I don't see a scenario where it's going to be renewed. Wow. Uh, Doug Marone, by the way, son-in-law of College Football Hall of Famer and former Middle Tennessee State football coach Boots Donnelly. Little known fact there. Uh, Oh, that should be a trivia question, though. That's some good (laughs) stuff. Yeah. We try. We try. Uh, what what makes T. Martin someone that you wouldn't want on your staff at the University of Tennessee? You know, I think it, it's up to each individual uh, coach as to how he fills out his staff. I thought Danny White made that clear yesterday that there would be no forced holdovers. And, um, you know, there's there's been so much turmoil at Tennessee in recent years, but especially – over the last eight weeks or so um, with the ongoing probe into that program, both internal and external from the NCAA. And, um, you know, Tennessee's wide receivers didn't have a great year last year. There's some folks that would tell you they struggled to run the proper route. Um, only the coaches truly know that. Or maybe the, uh, the guys who break down film for a living, like at PFF, maybe they know that. Um, but that's the word is that Tennessee's wide receivers didn't perform to their capacity. Um, T. Martin also hasn't necessarily done a great job recruiting for Tennessee. He brought Valus Jones as a transfer from USC, um, but he hasn't landed a, a bunch of the other key guys. And so I, I just think that Josh Heifel is looking to go in a different direction. I'm not sure that that's a direction that they should be going in, but that's his choice, and he's got to live with it at the end of the day. Uh, it is what it is. But One other question, John. Is Lovey Smith in the mix to join this stuff? You know, I don't know that for sure, um, but that would be a, an extremely quality ad for the University of Tennessee. Um, you talk about a guy who's universally respected and um, I thought was going to get one more year at Illinois and was surprised when he got fired and obviously he's a uh, a great defensive mind and has some past connections to Tennessee so um, that would be a big time hire for Tennessee and for Josh Heifel 
Um, but I don't know how likely that is at this point in time. Okay. There you go. I would love to see Lovey Smith. I wanted Lovey Smith in the mix for the head coaching position, but that's just, you know, crazy. Anyway, <laughs> um, John, I appreciate your time today. We're, we're going to get out of here, but I do want to give I want to give you an opportunity to give us a grade on this hire. How would you grade Danny White's hire of Josh Heupel at the University of Tennessee? Gosh, that's a that's a tough one. A, a similar question I've been asked a couple of times. I don't think you can grade a hire right now um, because we don't know, and these are not normal circumstances for any hire. So I'm not um, ducking your question in any way, shape, or form. It's just I don't know that we've seen a hire have to be done like this. I don't mm. I don't I don't remember a major power five program having to hire both an A D and a football coach technically in a ten day period while there's an NCA investigation going on and certainly then in the middle of a pandemic. So um, you if if you're insistent on a on, on a grade and I use the term you generically yeah, how then, would you grade J- Danny White's hire? Not necessarily the Josh Heupel, but Danny White's hiring of Josh Heupel. You know, I think he did a great job of uh, keeping it pretty hushed. Um, I think he, well, I know he went after some big fish, and those factors that I talked about previously uh, were, were certainly limiting in, in him. So I'd give him probably a B minus or or a B for the process itself, and then we can begin to grade Josh Heupel um, maybe after he has a full staff or, or maybe even not start grading him until after a season or two. When you talk about everything that went on in relation to this AD slash coaching search, John, Tennessee is nothing if not cutting edge. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, the problem is they've been uh, – cutting the edge off of uh, employment <laughs> contracts for too long. So yeah. they have uh, they need to get it right this time. They really do. They really do. Hey, um, John Bryce, footballscoop.com, again, at John D. Bryce 1. If you're a college football fan and you're not following him, correct that before we um, go to this break. John, thanks for spending some time with us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, and um, we appreciate it. Oh, for sure, Mo. You and I go back uh, about those two decades. So, anyway, I'll always visit with you guys anytime I can and have a great week. Thank you, sir. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.